0: I'm Daniel Levine, and this is Rarecast. People with a chronic illness may be able to work, but commuting to a nine-to-five job in an office might not be ideal. Chronically Employed is a new website that offers job listings, career advice, and stories for people who continue in their careers after a diagnosis. We spoke to Alana Jacqueline, editor-in-chief of Chronically Employed, about the new site, the changing view of employers towards work-at-home employees, and the growing opportunities for job seekers with a chronic illness. Alana, thanks for joining us. Thanks. We're going to talk about a new website, Chronically Employed, how chronic illness impacts careers and how opportunities have changed in what's becoming increasingly a a freelance economy in a world where employers have shifting attitudes about remote workers. Let's start with Chronically Employed. What is it? Who is it for? And what will people find there?
1: Chronically Employed is a website I just started. Basically, the goal of it is we're looking to connect patients with opportunities to work flexible or remote jobs, provide them with some expert career advice, and showcase some stories of patients who have successfully maintained careers during the course of their illness.
0: And how did this come about? What, what drove its creation?
1: So personally, uh, I have two diseases. I have dysautonomia and primary immune deficiency disease. And I've been working um, mostly freelance for um, the last 10 years. I do a lot of writing and marketing. I recently ended one of my bigger contracts. And so I was looking for more of a full-time remote job. Um, I'm definitely still in a place with my disease where it's hard to manage. And I don't think I could really do a 9-to-5 job in an office. Um, so I was looking for job opportunities that would be something that, that I could really sink my teeth into, show off my skills, but still manage my illness at the same time. So, um, I started looking and I realized that there are a lot of opportunities out there to work for most jobs. Um, you just have to dig a little.
0: The attitude towards remote workers has evolved from a, a corporate point of view. Why would companies want remote workers? What's in it for them?
1: Uh, there's a lot of things in it for employers. Um, as far as hiring remote employees, you're digging into a much larger pool of talent when you look at remote uh, candidates because you're really letting them work from all over the world. So, you know, if you're looking for specific jobs, patients or, or employees with specific experience, um, definitely there's a greater chance of finding them if you're allowing them to work remote. It's also something that saves costs in the long run. Um, A lot of companies right now are mostly digital, and they're looking to get rid of that overhead. And a lot of that sometimes involves having a physical office. So a lot more people right now are, are running towards the trend of hiring employees.
0: One of the challenges for companies for managing remote workers is that it requires a different approach than what they might be accustomed to doing. Managers can't stroll by their staff desk to see if they're grinding away. Instead, they, they need to manage by objectives, which I'd argue they always should be doing. But how well equipped are companies to managing remote workers today?
1: I agree. It's definitely something that should be based on what's getting done. Um, so a lot of uh, a lot of companies have um, taken to this trend, and so the things that they're discovering is you're right. Um, you know, you can't sit over someone's shoulder and, and see what they're doing all day. You have to, um, you know, base it on the value of what you're getting back. Uh, there are a lot of programs that are coming to play that are helping. Uh, organizations manage this there's uh, different software for logging in and logging out and doing timesheets if you still want to do that but having Skype um, different different ways of, of communicating to the whole staff um, you know there are lots of different programs that are about managing projects um, and showing deliverables
0: looking at the website I noticed there are big companies like Salesforce and Amazon that are Actively recruiting remote workers. Are there companies that are particularly welcoming places to remote workers today?
1: There are a lot of big companies that are following the trend. Um, so, yeah, we've seen Hertz, Disney, Amazon. Um, and this is great for them because they, they have so many um, locations. And being able to use patients for things like data entry, call centers, customer service, it's definitely giving them a lot more value for their books.
0: Uh, How are the career opportunities? Do employees generally have to give up chance for growth or pay or benefits in order to work this way?
1: No, not at all. Um, And I think that uh, remote employees have a a really good chance to show off their skill set. So, you know, when you take a job and you're not entirely counting on the hours or, um, you know, who's coming in first and leaving last, You're looking at the actual work. So really, there is an opportunity for growth there. And as so many companies are putting their entire staff on remote positions, um, there's the same kind of growth that you would get at a physical company.
0: One of the issues people who work from home often face is the blurring of their home and professional lives. I think contrary to the perception of employers who may fear that people don't put in a full day's work. From what I've seen, work life and, and home life often blur, and it's very easy to work at all hours. How important is it for remote workers to find ways to turn off work, develop some separation?
1: Well, that's, um, that's definitely uh, something that, that uh, there's a lot of discussion about. Um, I know personally from my own experience, working freelance and working remote, I, I do have that problem where it's hard to shut down. Um, but that's also got a lot to do with the fact that I love what I'm doing. And because I work remotely and I- I'm able to kind of really put myself out there, I've managed to find jobs that are really meaningful to me. So um, so yes, my problem's definitely finding out when to shut that off. Um, but this works really great for for chronically employed, you know, we're looking at a pool of of candidates that have chronic diseases. So, the schedule just doesn't follow a natural, you know, nine to five schedule. They might have days where they're in the hospital and they're up till three in the morning getting the actual work done. So this is kind of proved to be more of a, a benefit to them than, you know, than a, than a con.
0: Well, the, you know, the, the flip side of that is that, you know, people with chronic illnesses, many of them may go through flares in their disease. How do they manage those times when they need to scale back what they're doing? How do they meet their work responsibilities and manage their health through such periods?
1: Well, there are a couple of things that we're looking for when we're looking for jobs for patients who are chronically ill. We're looking for remote positions, which definitely helps when, when patients have um when they are in the hospital um, you know they can still uh, find ways to, to get that work done we're looking for flexible schedules so that patients who maybe have more problems during the day can get work done at night or vice versa um, there are a lot of companies who are taking advantage of all of the new technology that that allows groups to work remotely to get deliverables done on time uh, and patients are, uh, they're having a much easier time kind of dealing with that work-life balance, even when they have uh, severe episodes of illness.
0: And are there any kind of code words employees should look for when looking at job listings for remote jobs that might indicate that type of flexibility they need?
1: We are definitely looking for words like remote and the word flexibility. Um, You might also look for things that are it, there's definitely a difference right now. A lot of people are freelancing and there are a lot of platforms out there that allow patients to look for shorter term jobs or gigs um, that are a little bit more clear in their description as far as, you know, they might need a project done. Um, they have a deadline, they have a budget for it. Um, so that's, that's something that uh might be the best option for patients who are going through really severe periods of illness but still want to try to work.
0: Well, in many cases, these are people who are not working as traditional employees but are technically contractors. There's a a load of issues that go with that. Are, Are there any concerns about their rights in the workplace as a contractor versus being an employee?
1: Well, definitely there's pros and cons to being a contracted employee. Um, and I think definitely the the pros outweigh it here uh, for people with chronic illness. One of the things that we're working on uh, with the website is career advice. So a lot of people are, you know, getting a diagnosis, leaving their job, and in just kind of like this limbo of what do I do next? And they don't know, you know, what the guidelines are for, for being a contractor. So part of what we're trying to do is um, put up some advice articles, do some interviews with experts. Talk about things like, you know, sending an invoice, doing your taxes for a 1099. Um, talking about the different paperwork and giving a little guidance on on how to become this kind of worker.
0: One of the the big issues I imagine for these workers is that they've got a chronic illness, and as a contractor as opposed to being a full time employee, they likely not be eligible for health insurance through through their company, Th- this is a common benefit that full-time employees are afforded, not the case of contractors. How do chronically ill workers address this?
1: This is definitely a huge problem and something that you know, we're going to be exploring uh, definitely over the next year as we look at different patient stories um, and kind of figure out what jobs patients are getting as far as um, benefits. A lot of patients end up having to get Medicaid or insurance through their uh, spouses or families if they're under the age of 26. A lot of patients uh, who are looking for um, short-term jobs and gigs, there isn't going to be an opportunity there for insurance. Now, I'm not saying that there's not a chance for having benefits at all. Certainly, there are some job listings that we've seen that do have full benefits, even for remote work. It's a little rare, but they're out there. And um, one of the things that we're really trying to do is, is highlight job listings like that, that really have a livable wage or, um, you know, a great budget for a short-term project. So we're we're hoping to expose some opportunities and, and give patients a chance to see what's really out there.
0: I know you're in touch with a, a lot of chronically ill people who work remotely. What what are the big issues of concern for them? Are Are there themes you're hearing?
1: Over and over and over again, the issue is flexibility and Work environment, you know is the job something that I can do from home or hospital? but there's also been a lot of discussion about you know people who are already in a job who come down with an illness or an illness becomes so severe that it it completely interferes with your job then what? what do you do when you're already in a job? So one of the things we're going to be discussing and looking at is one what are your rights as an employee with uh, a chronic illness or a disability and also, um How do you talk to your employer about um, accommodations, and what exactly should you be asking for? Um, there are things like being able to um, leave early or come in late, um, being able to get assignments ahead of time so that you have a longer period. Uh, to deal with different health problems and make sure that you still get the work done on time. So we're hoping to talk with a lot of patients who are are really in the thick of it, really in those situations right now, who can provide, I mean, hopefully advice, but also reality on what to expect if this is something that, that ends up happening to you.
0: Well, what advice would you have for someone recently diagnosed with a chronic illness who's looking to work in this way?
1: Um, personally, I, I really believe that remote is the way to go. And I'm excited that I've seen, um, particularly in the last couple of months, some amazing opportunities out there that are remote. Um, even for uh, industries that you really wouldn't think would be doing this. I mean, you can actually work in the STEM field, science, technology, and have a job that's remote. Um, there are companies hiring doctors and nurses uh, for pretty great salaries considering what they are to do things like, um, speak with, uh, healthcare companies and patients over the phone on hotlines. So there's, there's a lot of unique opportunities out there.
0: Alana Jacqueline, editor of Chronically Employed, which you can find at chronicallyemployed.com. Alana, thanks so much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for listening.